Welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web with your adventurous guide to the good times, Charlotte Tweed. Each week, Charlotte takes you on the journey of a lifetime to a delightful Caribbean locale where the sun never sets on your good life at a great price. And now with her muy amigo, Carib Carter, here's your host, Charlotte Tweed. Hello, hello, hello. This is Carib Carter Clues, and welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web. We need to talk to Charlotte because she was in an earthquake in Mexico. Shake, rattle, and roll. Charlotte, how are you? I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) I am alive. Yes, we had an earthquake. And uh, it's unbelievable. Not the first one we did when we were in Nicaragua, we experienced an, an earthquake, but it was kind of a you think something's physically wrong with you and then go, wait a minute, the lights are moving. That was an earthquake. <laughs> and it was really, really short. Yeah. This one, it happened in the afternoon. I want to say around 1.30-ish in the afternoon. And I was sitting at the table working. Daryl was sitting on the couch working. And we heard this rumbling noise. And it was like a freight train was coming through the house. And then the table started to shake. And my chair started to shake. And I looked up at the lights, remembering Nicaragua, going, we're having an earthquake because the chandelier just started swaying and it got stronger and stronger. And Daryl and I just kind of looked at each other and what do we do? You know, we're not used to earthquakes. Right. right. We have huge bay windows in our condo. And I said, maybe you want to get away from the window. (laughs) So, so he moved away from the window because they were rattling and when he stood up, he had to hold on to the the banister because it, I mean, wow. it, it feels like you're, you're drunk. Like it really yeah. messes you up. So it lasted, you know, it seems like it lasts for about five minutes, but we figure it was probably about a minute, minute and a half is how long it lasted. And the chandelier swayed for a good five minutes after the, the tremor stopped it. So this, this was a, a, significant earthquake this wasn't just a little boom like this no no it was a 7.7 and it happened the epicenter was 215 kilometers south which is about 134 miles south from where we are so that's we felt the shocks from that so i can't imagine what it would be like being where the epicenter happens did was there any damage around you No. no No, Good. surprisingly not. Like even water was splashing out of the pool. It, <laughs> it was, a, yeah, it was crazy. So, you know, the, the people who were here that were in their units, they all came outside when it ended and Daryl went outside and everyone's okay. Everyone's okay. Nobody's hurt. And some people who've been here, lived here since the building has been built or, you know, been here three years, they said they've never experienced anything like that here before. Wow. You know, I was in an earthquake in 1979 in Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. I was there on business. And in my case, it was back in my drinking days. So I just thought I was drunk. (laughs) And it it was over very quick. It is really. And after it was done, I felt (laughs) nauseous. Really? It it really throat because you're off, you're sort of off balance and it, it really affects you physically. Unbelievable. Well, thank yeah. God everything is okay. Thank God you, you know, 
since we've been doing this, you've had a tree fall on you and now an earthquake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to expect. Expect next. I have no to idea what to expect next. Yeah. No. But it's still lovely in Mexico, though. That's the bottom line. Look, look, yeah. I have now, you notice, for the first time, I have my sweatshirt on. Oh. It is cold here. It's late September, and the winter setting is supposed to be a terrible winter. And you are down there in the sunshine, the beautiful sunshine. Unbelievable. Life is not fair. It, it doesn't feel like fall. And I know, you know, back home, people are doing fall cleanup. There is, there, it's went below freezing a few times already where we used to live. And yeah, I, I don't miss it. I don't miss oh, no. winter. It, it, I enjoy it, cooler weather, but I do, yeah. not, I do not miss winter. No, when my wife, as you know, as I say, every time we talk is from Honduras. Her first mm -hmm. winter here five years ago, every time we should walk <laughs> outside, she would turn to me and say, more, no one should have to live like this. No. <laughs> and no. folks, you shouldn't. You can live down where, yeah, well, live down there with Charlotte. And you know, you don't realize work. it until you leave once in the winter because I never realized, oh, what's the big deal? Like, why does everybody leave in the winter? Why are there so many snowbirds that go down south? What? We're Canadians, it's winter, right? Until yeah. I left one winter. And then I went, oh, I understand. <laughs> Incredible. You understand, yeah. Incredible. Well, I will. we will be down in Honduras at our place at La Ceiba Beach Club, probably late November, early December. So we are going to escape so, some of the, the horror show up here. Perfect. And I won't have to envy you every time we talk. Of course, by that time, you'll be in the Azores. In the Azores. And it'll be, it's cooler there. We watched, yes. we watched a 40-minute video on YouTube last night at the Azores. And he was there in the wintertime. He said, I wanted to go in the winter because that's off season, which is a good time to visit a country, by the way is off season because yes. then you can decide do uh, can i handle when it's not that great because here where i am the hot months are april and may and that those are yes. the hot dry dusty months and people say well if you make it through the hot dry dusty months then you're gonna love the rest of the year and that's when we arrived was april you know so yeah now it's beautiful and green and so when we go to the azores it's they don't it doesn't freeze there no. Because the, the warm jet stream through the ocean keeps the climate more mild. But it does look like it gets windy and cloudy and some fog. So it, it'll be interesting for us to experience a different climate. I, th I think the Azores is gorgeous all year round. I it, mean, gorgeous all year round. Because of that climate, I think it's green all the time. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you're going. I'm glad you're going. It's two yeah, months, right? Two months? We leave October 15th, so yes. we leave in less than less than a month, and then we're there until January 31st. October, November, December, so it's uh, four months. Yeah. Great. So, Excellent. Fantastic. And you'll be reporting to us from there. So right. how, other than the earthquake, how is everything in Charlotte's world? Other than the earthquake, it's, it's good. I had an acquaintance from Canada contact me uh, this week. She is. She wants to leave Canada as well. So she wanted to know, you know, how we got started and had a bunch of questions. And it was cute when she came on because she lives in Calgary as well, and was out doing her fall cleanup. So her cheeks were all rosy and <laughs> from the cold weather, you know, getting used to going out and cleaning. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Right. 
so yeah, she had some really good questions. She's a, a very experienced traveler um, and a daring traveler. Like she, she doesn't go and stay on the resorts either. She likes to get in the communities and get involved with people, volunteer, that type of thing. So she was asking how we got started and we had a really good conversation. Did she, and is she, actually, you said she is actually thinking of moving to, from Canada to, to specifically to Mexico, or just is she looking all over the place down south of the border? She's looking all over the place. She was looking in our area as well. She has some friends and Mexico. She has some friends that are trying to convince her to go to Cabo, and she's not sold on that. She did go and visit for a little while, and she said the expats there nearly drove her crazy. Really? Where was this now? Where? Cabo. Cabo San Lucas. Cabo. San Lucas. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. No. And, you know, expats can get a nasty reputation when they go to other countries because they forget they're visitors. Yes. It's not your country. You are a visitor. Even if you're living there, I'm a visitor here in Mexico. They were good enough to welcome me and let me stay. So I had better treat them with respect and be nice to the people. I think, you know, I'm glad you said that because I think it is great advice for everyone watching because a lot of our people are going to make the move more and more every day I hear from about it. And when you do, remember, you really are a guest. You're yes. a guest. And and the there is a temptation. I remember when I when I owned my first home in Honduras, Vista Bonita, and the water main broke. Uh, I use the word main loosely. It was very small main, but I went. <laughs> I'm going to go over there this week and set up his computer so he no longer uses his phone. Well, I noticed last week, I, is my internet seem okay today? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I noticed last week it was also choppy. So yeah. I turned it off and turned it back on, and then we made sure nothing else was running in the background. So. Yep. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. Somebody called. Excuse me. I'm back. The uh, but, but they were, I went out and the locals were working on the water main. And I said, uh, geez, I'm glad you're here because, uh, you know, how long do you think it's going to be? And they said, mm, um, those, those are tres dias. I said, two, two or three days. days. I said, could you, you know, mas uh, rapido? <laughs> and they looked at me as if, well, why? Okay, <laughs> so mm -hmm. get used to it, right? They have their way of life and learn to respect and, and actually appreciate it. Yes, yes. Right? And don't expect them to speak English. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not an English-speaking country. If they speak English, you know, bonus. That's wonderful. But, you know, people get annoyed. Now, where I am here, so far I have seen the expats be very well-behaved. Yes, that's good. But I know sometimes they can get annoyed when the waiter or waitress doesn't you know, speak English. Well, you're in Mexico. You shouldn't expect that. Or they, no. they just don't treat them nice. Like she said, 
they were treating people like they were their servants. And that's not, <laughs> that's not right. Not that's, a good way to make friends. No. no. And also <laughs> a little advice for, for folks when, if they don't, uh, if they speak Spanish and that's it, they don't understand you. It does not help to speak louder. <laughs> or slow. <laughs> or, do, or more slowly. understand. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I love you it. Know, I love it. <laughs> because we traveled through Europe for over three months, well, close three months, as long as we could be there. And there was a lot of places when you're driving through those towns, they don't speak English. So they speak Italian and we don't speak Italian. You can't expect to you know, learn every language on the planet, but right. you can get by. You, you can figure it out. There's hand yeah. signals. There's, you know, you get by. And what, what I found, and see if you agree with this, what I found is almost invariably there is someone around where you are nearby who can translate, even if it's a broken translation. Did, yeah. Have you found the same thing? Yes. We had a very experience about that in, I mean, it's in Italy and on the train, we were going from Rome down to Toronto, which is just in the heel of the boot. And the train stopped and just before this stop, I'd said, man, these trains like in Europe, when it says it leaves at 1153, it leaves at, it pulls out at 1153. I should never have said that because the next stop, we didn't go. I'm like, what's going on? And an announcement came over the speakers in Italian. And everybody got up except us Canadians and left the train. <laughs> what do we do? We were like in the absolute middle of nowhere, nowhere. And there was another Canadian couple we met on the train. Uh, we were all headed down to a tournament. Our son used to participate at high level karate. So we were going to the world championships. Right. And so we met them on the train and they're like, well, I'll go see if I can find out what's going on. And he found someone who spoke very, very little English and they pretty much said, uh, like, get off the train, bus is coming, we'll drop you off at this town. And we'd found out later there was some rain had washed the tracks away. Oh. And we had to get on this bus since it, it was quite an experience. I had planes, trains and automobiles going through my mind to get us to our destination. You know, us pulling our suitcases through Wonderful movie. Italy, <laughs> trying to get to where we're supposed to go. That's a little bit of a digression, but yes. Yes, we but, got, but we did get to our destination. Yes, and it helps people understand. Just be prepared for these things. And one thing I will say, what I have found in in Central American countries is the people are very obliging. They try yes. everything they can to help you, mm -hmm. no matter how badly you slaughter what you're trying to say. Right? Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> They're very warm and welcoming, helpful people. So. Yes. Yeah. Very, very, very nice. Very, very nice. So what what else have you been up to? There is, it's always wonderful for me to talk to you about this because I love the fact that you really give a slice of life, you know, what the day-to-day -day life is like, because that, you know, people, when you make your move, you're just going to assume day-to-day -day life, you know, yes. so you don't need to hear all the highlights and, oh my God, we, you need to hear what happens when you get up in the morning. And what's life and, like? And I love it because you always give that to us. Yeah. I went and got a manicure today. <laughs> you went. Got a manicure. I got a manicure because I can afford to get manicures here. 
<laughs> I bought a package that right. included a pedicure, a manicure, a massage, and a facial, and it came to ninety dollars. Ninety dollars. Now, how much would do you think that would have cost you in back in Canada? Well, the massage alone would have been probably a hundred and fifty. Holy mackerel! Yeah. Wow. So I'm getting my haircut next week. It's nineteen dollars for a haircut. Right. I used to pay $150 for a haircut in Calgary. <laughs> so Unbelievable. I, I can now go and get manicures and pedicures and massages and because it's affordable. It's wonderful. It's yeah. wonderful. I remember when I was in Honduras, haircuts were very, very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. But I, I didn't know how to tell them, don't cut much off. So I said, muy corte. Well... <laughs> They thought I was telling them, make it really short. <laughs> so I ended up looking like a prison escapee by the time uh, they were done. <laughs> yeah, that's it. where I'm going. She does speak English. It's English spoken. So I can oh, kind of tell fair, her how to, how to cut my hair. Otherwise, yeah, I, with having natural curly hair, you, you're really, you have to be careful who cuts your hair. You know, that's really the truth. They, mm -hmm. You have to find someone who knows, do not cut my curl in the middle. I have the same thing. I have naturally curly hair. Yeah. Oh, my God. I look like alfalfa by the time they're done sometimes. The last time I had my hair cut was uh, December. And I had it cut in Nicaragua by one of the expats who lives at Grand Pacifica. And he did a fantastic job. If you ever go to Grand Pacifica, ask Paulo to cut your hair. He did an amazing job because I haven't needed a haircut since. You know something? I'm glad you brought up the haircut thing because there's some good advice here. We talk about this a slice of life, yeah. real world. Folks, remember, if you move to Mexico or Nicaragua, Honduras, some of these other countries, they don't have curly hair. No, they don't. <laughs> so they are not. <laughs> so they are used to cutting straight black hair. A word to the wise. A word to the wise. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Paulo was Canadian, and he, his whole family, actually, he grew up in Italy. Interesting guy, grew up in Italy. So his whole family had hair salons, so he, he knew how to cut hair. So he was there helping cut hair on for the expats at Grand Pacifica, so giving a, a service there. Very, very nice. Very, mm -hmm. very nice. Well, as usual, look, look, I can't believe how fast the time goes. I just love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And... Any other any other advice for us? Any you have big plans for the coming week? Any any trips or anything scheduled or trees falling on you or, or hurricanes, earthquakes, whatever? <laughs> well, it's a blue sky right now. Um, we are going on a tour to a town on the east, very east side of Lake Chapala. We haven't been that far over there yet, so we're doing that on Sunday. So I can bring you a new town on the lake on Sunday. And then after that, it's hardcore work week for me because the magazine comes out on October 1st. And then my son and his girlfriend are coming to visit on October 4th to the 11th. So we'll be doing a bunch of little tours around with them Fantastic. and getting out and seeing some different things. So Fantastic. And inside, let's before we go, folks, go to escapeartist.com and subscribe to the magazine. I know the... The October issue will be out within within a week or so. Is that right? October 1st. October 1st. Good. And the current issue right now is on Portugal. 
Yes, the one out right now is on Portugal, and it's an excellent edition. I have read it, as you know. Yes, yes I know. <laughs> Charlotte, thank you. This has been great. This You're has welcome. been great as usual. Folks, There, you know, there is no place on the entire Internet where you can learn more about what day-to-day -day life is like once you make your move as an expat than on Charlotte's Wandering Web. So listen up, enjoy it, and then make your own move. <laughs> Let's do this thing. <laughs>